0: good to be back at the all-night service. I tell you, it's it's a jubilee. I mean this from the depths of my heart. It's a real joy to be here. Now, you pray for us if you've got your Bible. I want you to turn with us to the 13th chapter of the book of Romans. Romans chapter 13 as we bring God's message this evening. I'm preaching on what time is it. What time is it? The Holy Spirit impressed me when I was, well, gave me this message. When I was in Illinois back in February, I believe it was the last week in February, in a Bible conference, I believe it was on Wednesday morning, I believe it was on Wednesday morning, right after I woke up, the Holy Spirit impressed me and gave me this thought. What time is it? So I want you to pray for us as we bring God's message. Now if you've got your Bible, Romans chapter 13. What time is it? What time is it? The Bible said, Romans chapter 13, verse 11, And that knowing the time, that now, it is high time to wake out of sleep. For now is your salvation near. than when you believe. The Bible said, The night is far spent. The night is far spent. Said, The day is at hand. Let us therefore cast off the works of darkness, and let us put on the armor of light. Now, if you notice, the Bible said the night is far spent. I've heard preachers preach on the second coming. You know what makes sense? I believe it's almost midnight, Saturday evening. They say we're living in the Saturday evening of time. Well, I believe it's later than that. I mean this from the depths of my heart. I believe we're living in the fourth watch, the fourth watch of the night. Now, your first watch, you know what the first watch is? It's from six to nine. From six to nine, that's the first watch. And then your second watch is from nine to twelve. Then your third watch is from twelve to three. Then your fourth watch is from three to six. And that's the darkest time of the night. And I believe that's the day we're living in. I believe this from the depths of my heart. I believe we're living, folk, in the fourth watch. The fourth watch of the night. I believe that's where we're living. The Bible said in Ephesians chapter 5 verse 14, Wherefore he saith, Awake thou that sleepest, and arise from the dead, and Christ shall give you life. But I want to say this. Now listen, if I'd have had a choice, I didn't have a choice. I'd rather be a Christian now. Now I said I'd rather be a Christian now than any time that's ever been. I'd rather be a Christian right now. These are the days. They talk about the good old days. Now, folk, I want to tell you, these are the good old days. Thank God. There's never been as many folk. There's never been as many folk on the face of the earth at one time as they are today. And, folks, these are the days of great opportunity. I mean this from the depth of my heart. You know, folks had a hard time traveling back in the horse and buggy days. Most of the preachers, you know, they had to travel by bus or either by train. They didn't have too many airplanes, you know, back then. So these are the days of great opportunity. Amen. i would rather be a Christian now. For more folk can see Jesus living in you now. i would rather be a Christian now as any other time that's been back through the ages. Oh, yeah. Thank God. I'm glad I'm a Christian today. Amen? Yes. And these are the good old days. The good old days. I've been saved for 18 years. 18 years. And so I'm only 35. I'll be 36. Now, I may look a little bit older than that. But I'll be 36 October 4th. And I can remember when we didn't even have electricity in 5B. We didn't even have electricity. I can remember when we got our first ice box. Now, we thought that's something. The ice truck would come on Monday. And then he would come back on Wednesday. And then he would come back on Friday. And a lot of times on Friday, we'd, we'd buy enough ice to make some ice cream on Saturday. We thought that's something when we got that ice box. Thank God for the icebox. And then I can remember when we got the electric lights. I can remember when we got electricity in five Now, we really thought that's something. Now, we didn't have no switches on the walls, you know. We had, you know, the strings hanging down from the lights. And, well we'd come and cut them lights off. We really thought that's something when we got electric lights. See, I'm 35 years old. And I can remember when mother and dad, listen, used to wash with the old rug board. And I can remember when we got our first ringer tap washer. It was a whirlpool years ago. Now we really thought that was something, that old ringer tap washer. We really thought that was something. And I can remember when my uncle and Nate got their first fridge there. It was the Admiral. Oh, listen, it was we thought that was something, that fridge there. And the Lord blessed us. Listen, from the icebox box to the refrigerator. And then from the refrigerator to the freezer. We've got freezers now. And walk-in coolers, and God's been so good to us. And the Lord's blessed us with these good automobiles. I'm telling you the truth. And we've got this electric life and a lot of times folk wants to go back and have an old fashioned service let the women you know wear their bonnets, and let the you know the ladies wear their long dresses and the men wear their overhauls well that, I guess that'd be alright but if you can't worship God in a suit they can no only get in a pair of overhauls and if you can't worship God in a pair of overhauls they can no only get in a suit and if you can't worship God in a Cadillac they no need only get in a buggy and if you can't worship God in a buggy they no need only get in a Cadillac what we need to do—it Grandma's bunnets that made her shout. It wasn't, grandpa, wasn't grandfather's overhauls that made him shout. Thank God it was the life that he lived and the Jesus that he was served. Absolutely. That's what made grandma and grandpa shout. Amen. They had the real thing. It wasn't that And It would not them overhauls and them horses and buggies. No, it wouldn't. i tell you, they was excited about they're Jesus. Amen? Yes. And, folks, we need to get excited about it. Now, you said well, what time is it? Well, it's late. I'm going to tell you in a few minutes. It's late, folks. I'm telling you it's late. But I'm glad I'm a Christian. 1973. Thank God I'm glad I'm a Christian. Praise God. I've been a Christian for 18 years now. Got saved 1955. I was convicted in '54. I realized I was lost in 1954, but I didn't get saved until 1955. I was under deep conviction for 10 months before I got saved. But I got saved in 1955. And I'll tell you about that. See, we used to gamble together. My father's not here tonight. And we used to gamble. My two boys is not here, so I'll tell this. We used to get out and gamble together, me and my father. And listen, we drank together. We started drinking together when I was 12, 13 years old. Dad, them a fish. We were born and on the farm. They had a fine river farm. And they'd catch channel cat fish. And folk of businessmen would come all the way up from Atlanta to Georgia to buy fish. And they'd bring bobcat, bundled whiskey and everything. And I started drinking when I was 12 or 13 years old. But I bet there were some Christian folk that got concerned about me. I um, I praise God for old Brother D. Smith. Amen. Amen. That's the deacon from Mountain Zion Baptist Church. I say he got concerned. He got saved. I say he used to drink with us. But when he got born again, I mean, there's a change, took place in his life. And I could see Jesus living in him. And he'd never seen me. But he didn't witness to me. He'd always tell me about Jesus. All kept Now, I want you to follow me real closer now. The Bible says in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 6, Therefore let us not sleep as do others, but let us watch. The Bible said in Be Sober. The Bible said in Proverbs chapter 6, verse 9, How long will my sleep, O sluggard? That word sluggard means to be lazy. Oh, I'm telling you the truth. We've got a lot of lazy Baptist folk. Amen? I don't know too much about the Methodists. I don't know too much about the Church of God. I don't know too much about the Assembly of God. I don't know too much about the Holiness folk. I don't know too much about the Nazarenes. But I know quite a bit about Baptist folk. I'm telling you, we've got a lot of lazy Baptists. Amen? And the Bible said, How long will my sleep, O sluggard when wilt thou arise out of thy sleep? Now you say Brother Allen what time is it? Well well, let me quote four or of the scriptures and then I'm take Okay, the Bible said 2 Timothy chapter 3. Paul said this know also, Timothy, that in the last days, the last days, perilous times shall come. For men shall be lovers of their own selves. The Bible said covetous, boasters, proud blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affections, truce breakers, false accusers. The Bible said incontinent, is despisers of those that are good. The Bible said traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasure, more than lovers of God, having a form of godliness that yeah. denying the power thereof. The Bible said, from such turn away. Now you say, Brother And what time is it? Well, I'll tell you what time it is, Brother Bobby. It's preaching time. Yeah. Amen? Yeah. That's what time it is. It's yeah. preaching time. Yeah. Now, of good singing. Amen. The Bible said in Psalms chapter 40 verse 2 and 3, He brought, the Son, He said, He brought me up also out of a horrible pit. I say, we're in a horrible pit, did you know that? The Bible said out of a miry clay. And the Bible Bible said, He set my feet, not my foot, but my feet upon a rock. And that rock's Jesus. Thank God. That rock's Jesus. And listen, He placed my feet upon a rock. And He established my goings. And the Bible said, He put a new song. A brand new
1: song in my heart.
0: The Bible said, "Even praises unto our God." Boy, I like that, don't you? Thank God! Now, folks, it's preaching time. Preaching time. The Bible said in First Corinthians chapter one, verse seventeen. Now, Paul believed in baptism. Oh, yes. Paul believed in immersion. Yes. But listen to what Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 17. He said, For Christ sent me not to baptize, but to preach the gospel, not with wisdom of words, lest the cross of Christ should be made of of another thing. The Bible said, verse 18, For the preaching of the cross. Amen! For the preaching of the cross is to them that perish foolishness, but unto us which are saved. It is the power of God. The Bible said in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 21, for after that in the wisdom of God, the world by wisdom not God. The Bible said it pleased God through the foolishness of preaching. That didn't say foolish preaching, but it said the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. And I love to see I love to hear folks sing and make validity in their hearts to the Lord, but there's nothing that'll take place of the priest's
1: work. Amen. 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 The Bible said,
0: Romans ten seventeen. So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. That's where you get your faith. Amen. Now, I love good singing, but thank God for preachers, amen? I'm telling you, I love preachers. Well, that John, you know John the Baptist, the forerunner of the Lord Jesus, he was a preacher, wasn't he? The Bible said in Matthew chapter 3, verse 1, the Bible said, In those days came John the Baptist, John the Baptist. He didn't wait till he got out of the wilderness, Bobby. The Bible said, preaching in the wilderness of Judea, and saying, Repent ye, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. John the Baptist was a preacher, he was sent from God, and preachers are not worth a dime of dozen degrees are no degrees if they're not called and sent for God. Amen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. hey, they are a divine call. Amen. We've got too many of these mama called and papa said yeah, boys. Name. That's the reason. It's getting a little rough. That's the reason why they're quitting. Yeah, yeah. That's the reason why we've got so many quitting. Amen. Yeah. Hey, yeah. It's getting a little rough, and they're getting out. Yeah, yeah. not what they thought it was going to be. Amen. Yeah. Hey, Absolutely, they're getting out. When you get in, if you're really called of God, you'll either preach or God will kill you on. Amen?
1: Yeah.
0: Amen. Romans 10, 13, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Yeah. How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? How shall they believe in him whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall he preach except he be sent? As it is written, How beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good things. Amen. I like that, don't you? How beautiful are the feet. I had a man in a church one time had me take off my shoes and he looked at my feet. And he said, uh, he said, your feet's not pretty. I said, you're telling a falsehood. I said, Jesus said my feet's pretty. Amen. Amen. And that's what the Bible said. Jesus Samuel said it. Amen. That's what Paul said. Thank God. And focus preaching time. And I can't understand these folk that says they're Christians and they'll go to all night singing and then they won't even go to church on the Lord's Day and they say they love the Lord with all of their heart, all of their soul, and all of their mind and they'd rather go to singing is go hear God preaching. There's something wrong. I love God singing, but I love God preaching. If you don't love preaching, something wrong with you. Amen. You better check out. It's preaching man. Old John came preaching repentance, didn't he? That word repent means turn from. A change of mind. A change of course. A change of an ambition. A change of direction. It's a complete change. When a person really repents, you'll be a new creature, a new creation. Old things will pass away. And behold, all things will become new. When you get born from above, you'll be a new creature. Hey, bye. Let's see it now. 2 Corinthians five seventeen. 17. That if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. So John came preaching repentance. Boy, he was a preacher with me. You know, he had spiritual discernment too. The Bible, you know, he was filled with the Holy Ghost from his mother's womb. I believe that's correct, isn't it? John the Baptist. Amen. And people that with the Holy Spirit, they've got wisdom, haven't they? And spiritual discernment. Because the Bible said in Acts 6, 3, Wherefore, brethren, look ye out among you seven men of honest report, full of the Holy Ghost, and wisdom, whom we may appoint over this business. And people that are filled with the Holy Ghost, they've got wisdom. Absolutely. Yeah. If they're filled with the Holy Spirit, they've got wisdom. Yeah. Whom we may appoint over this business. But said now, Acts uh, chapter 6, verse 4, uh, they said, But we are going to give ourselves continually to prayer and to the minister of the Word. Amen. We're going to give ourselves to prayer and to the ministry of the Word. And that's the pastors and preachers. That's what they're supposed to do. It? Amen. Is that correct? Right. I believe this from the depths of my heart. If you're going to feed lambs and feed sheep, you're going to have to do it. Amen. I'm just talking about it. Now, you can get out and visit. I mean, you can get out and visit some. Yes, I think you will get out and visit all you can. Amen. But some churches think pa- the pastor's supposed to do all the business. They think they're paying him to do everything. Amen. Absolutely. Absolutely. And they're probably not even paying him no way. Well, they're not paying him. They're just giving their tithes. They're, that's about all they give. They sell them every day offerings, offering. And that already belongs to the Lord. That's already the Lord's, that tithe. And they just give that tithe. And what they're really doing is paying. The Lord's paying the preacher instead of them. Amen. The Lord's paying the preacher. They're just paying the picture out of the Lord's money. Amen? Amen. Just might as well say amen, but that's true anyway. Amen? Absolutely. this ain't getting down too far? Can they still hear me? Amen. I want everybody to be able to hear me. Amen. Is that right, folks? Old John the Baptist had that spiritual discernment. He was filled with the Holy Spirit. The Bible said in 1 Corinthians 2.15, But he that is spiritual, judge of all things, yet himself is judged of no man. Old John had that spiritual discernment. And there came them Pharisees and Sadducees. Now, listen, I know the Sadducees, you know, they didn't, believe in re- they didn't believe in a resurrection. And I know this is not the reason why they called them Sadducees, but I like to think of it this way. The reason why they called the Sadducees Sadducees was because, you know, they didn't believe in a resurrection, and they were sad, you see.
1: <laughs> Amen? That's one reason
0: why they called them Sadducees, was because they were sad. And people also, people that don't believe in a resurrection, sad. Amen? I believe this one, but step them out. But old John had that spiritual discernment. John had that spiritual discernment. And when them Pharisees and Sadducees came peeping over the hill, coming down there, you know, to John's baptismal service, John looked over at Adam. listen, and he said, Oh, you generation of vipers. Boy, he's preaching with me. He said, You bunch of snakes, you. He said, Who's warned you to flee from the wrath to come? He said, You bring forth fruit to meet for repentance. And thank not to say within yourselves that you have Abraham your father. For I send you that God's able of these stones to raise up children unto Abraham. And then Jesus came on the same. At the age of 30, Jesus, John baptized Jesus in the river of Jordan. Immediately, he was, listen, he was led away of the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. And he was there for 40 days and 40 nights. And he was tempted in all points like as we are, yet without sin. And we can come boldly. Thank God, listen, we can come boldly before the fall of grace that we might obtain mercy, find grace to help in time of need. And the Bible said in Hebrews 2.18, for him that he himself hath suffered being tempted, he's able also to succor them that are tempted. First 1 Corinthians 10.13, Thou have no temptations taken you, but such as is come and come to man. God's faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted above that you're able, but will with also the temptation. Make a with statement, that you may be able to bear it. He won't let the devil or his demons put anything on you. Circumstances can make it very difficult to be a Christian, but circumstances cannot keep you from being a Christian. If you want to be a Christian, most of all, it's what the circumstances are. You can be a Christian in 1973. Yeah, yeah, right. Hey, my. Yes, you can be a Christian. So Jesus, listen, he came back out of that wilderness. Listen, he started preaching. He came in there, listen, on the Sabbath day. And the Bible said, Luke chapter 4, verse 18. He took that scroll and he said, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he have anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor that He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance unto them that are in captivity, recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised, to preach the acceptable gift of the Lord. And Jesus said in Luke 13, 3, I tell you nay, but except you repent, you shall all likewise perish. Luke 13, 5, Jesus came preaching repentance. I tell you nay, but except you repent, you shall all likewise perish. Jesus came preaching repentance the Bible was that early church what did Peter preach over there Pentecost the Bible said in Acts 2.38 then Peter listen then Peter said unto them repent Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. The Bible says in Acts 3.19, that early church was preaching repentance. Listen, repent ye therefore, and be converted, that your sins may be blotted out, when the times of repression shall come from the presence of the Lord. Acts 30, and the times of the ignorance, God went there, but now command of all men everywhere to repent. The Bible says in Acts chapter 20, verse 20 and 21, Paul said, How Profitable unto you, but he said, "I've showed ye, and said, I've told ye publicly, and from house to house, testifying both to the Jews and also to the Greeks, repentance toward God and faith toward our Lord Jesus Christ." That early church was preaching repentance. Yeah. Hey, Mike. And the Bible said, "Godly sorrow worked repentance to salvation." I believe that Second Corinthians chapter seven verse ten ain't that right about it? God the our work of repentance to salvation, not to be repeated thereof, but the sorrow of the world work of death. So folk, it's preaching time. It's preaching time. The Bible said in 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 1, Paul said, I charge thee. He's charging young Timothy now. I charge thee therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall judge the quick and the dead, and his appeared in his kingdom. He said, preach the word. And well, right, here's what we need to preach. We've got it. Just preach the word. Preach the word. 2 Timothy 2.15, study. To show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly the the word of truth. 1 Peter 1.23, being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible, by the word of God, which liveth in abideth forever. First, uh, 1 one twenty five By the word of the Lord endure forever, and this is the word which by the gospel is preached unto you. The Bible said in Ephesians 5 26 that he may sanctify and cleanse it for the washing of the water by the word. The Bible said James 1.18 of his own will that he us with the word of truth, that we should be a kind, the of first fruits of his creatures. The Bible said in Hebrews 4:12, by the word of God's quick, that means it's alive. It's listen, that means it's living, it's alive, it's powerful, it's sharper than any two edged sword, piercing even through the dividing asunder of the soul and of the spirit, of the joints and the marrow, and the Bible says it's a discerner, of the false and and the intents of the heart. And so Paul said, Timothy, just preach the word. Amen? Paul said, Romans chapter 1, verse 16, he said, For I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for said it is the power of God unto salvation. To everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. The Bible said in John 8, 32, And you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. The Bible said in John 17, 17, Sanctify them through thy truth, thy word is truth. The Bible said in John fifteen three. Now you're clean through the words which I have spoken unto you. Acts two thirty seven. Now when they heard this, they were picked in their hearts and said unto Peter and to the rest of the apostles, men and brethren, what shall we do? And so, folks, we need to preach the word. The 119th Psalm, verse 9. What with them shall a young man cleanse his ways by taking heed thereto according to thy word? The 119th Psalm, verse 11. Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee? The 119th Psalm, verse 89. Forever, O Lord, thy word is settled in heaven. The 119th Psalm, verse 105. Thy, listen, thy word is a lamp under my feet. It's got the way lit up around me. And it's not only got the way lit up around me, but it's a light unto my path. It's got my path lit up. It tells me what's going to take place out in the future. Amen? It tells me about the future of things. So it's not only a light unto my feet. I'm walking in the light. But listen, it's a light unto my path. Thank God's got the pathway lit up. Amen? It tells me what I'm going to take, what's going to take place. And 119th Psalm, verse 140, Thy word's very pure Therefore, thy servants, you don't have to worry about the servants, they love the word. Amen? That's what the Bible said. Isaiah chapter 40, verse 8, The grass will to flowers fade, But the word of our God shall abide for or endure forever. Amen? Jeremiah 23, 29, Jeremiah says, not thy word's like." Like it's fire, saith the Lord, and like a hammer that breaketh the rocks in pieces. Matthew 24, 35. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word shall not pass away. And what we need to do is just preach the word. Study the word and preach the word. Amen. Rightly divide the word. Preach the word. He'll get the job done. And if he don't get it done, it will not be done. Amen? Amen. So it's preaching time. Amen. Amen. I love good singing. But I tell you, folk, it's preaching time.
1: Amen. Yeah.
0: I don't know what state you're from, but up in North Georgia, if you preach over 30 minutes, you're long-winded. You listen? Now, it may not be that way down here in Atlanta, Georgia. But up in North Georgia, Calhoun Georgia, if you preach over 30 minutes, you're a long-winded preacher. Yet they'll set up to 11:30 and watch the. Well, they'll set up to 11 and watch the news. And then but when the late show comes on, they'll watch the late show. And they'll set up to one or 1:30 in the morning. Yet if they go to service on the Lord's day, and if the service lasts is to 12:30 or one, or if the preacher preaches about 45 minutes or hour, he's long-winded. He's gonna run some of their best members off. <laughs> It's not the best members they're concerned about. Yes, that's right. They're afraid they're going to have to leave. Right. It's not them best members, Brother Bobby. Right. Yeah. Hey, man, it's preaching time. Boy, what about over there in Acts 20? when preacher, when they came together on the first day of the week. Listen, they came together and Paul preached until midnight. The Bible said he was long preaching. He was long preaching. Boy, well, I'd like to hear that sermon. Oh. Hey, man. Yeah. He preached till midnight. What was that man's name that fell out the window? You, touch us yeah. You could just... Yes, I pronounced it close enough, didn't it, Brother Bobby? Uh, he was more out, Bobby, than he was in. And he went to sleep, and he fell out the window. He fell out the window. He was more out than he was in. And he fell out the window. And he fell down from the third story, didn't he? No, Paul just went down and embraced him, raised him back to life, and then Paul talked with him on until daybreak. Until the, until the dawn of the day. They didn't say, priest, but how'd you like been unheard that from? I don't know what time they came together. That one first day of the week they came together. I don't know what time they got together but Paul, priest, till midnight. Well, I'd like to heard that sermon, wouldn't you? I mean, heard Paul preach that long. that had been great, wouldn't it? Now, folks, listen. How many will agree with me? It's preaching time. Amen. I love good singing. I mean, I love good singing. But preachers, it's preaching time. It's time that we got in the Word and studied the Word and fed off the Word and got some fresh food from heaven and we need to feed the lambs and feed the sheep that they may grow in grace and in the knowledge of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And they're not going to grow if we don't feed them. We need to feed them. We need to challenge them each Sunday. Listen, to feed off the word and study the word and to grow up amen, amen. amen. a lot of us preachers a lot of times we'll get so busy and we'll wait to saturday night and we still don't have a message for our people the next day and we'll get them boy we'll get running through them outlines we're real nervous amen. we're trying to find something
1: amen. Amen. Amen.
0: Amen. amen amen we haven't been along haven't been in that secret place don't have the message, and we're getting nervous when we know it's getting pretty close to preaching time. Amen? Amen. So, folk, it's preaching time. Now, how many will agree with me that it's preaching time? Amen. Folk, it's preaching time! Preaching time! How many will agree to that? Would you step up your head? Praise God. Well, it's not only preaching time, but the Holy Spirit showed me that it's praying time. Amen. Right here's where, right here's where the demons and the devil and the flesh has defeated the majority of us it's in our prayer life. Now, if your prayer life's up to par, then your Christian life will be up to par. But if a devil can keep you out of that secret place, if a devil can defeat you in your prayer life, then you're defeated. You'll never be the Christian that you ought to be if you don't make much of prayer. you got to enter that secret closet each day and spend some time in prayer. I want you to listen. Pray in time. The Bible said in Jude verse 20. She beloved. Building up yourself. I want to be a healthy Christian, don't you? A lot of folk are concerned about their physical, about their physical body, and they go have a physical checkup every six months, and that may be that may be wise. But listen, how long has it been since you had a spiritual checkup? Amen? Amen. Amen? Amen. But she beloved. Building up yourselves. Old Most holy faith. And you get faith from reading the Word and studying the Word and going and hearing the Word preached. That's where you get faith. You
1: can't pray of faith or pray of death. You
0: get it from the Word. So then faith comes by hearing and hearing the Word of God. But ye beloved, building up yourself on your most holy faith. The Bible said praying in the Holy Ghost. Boy, I like that, don't you? Now listen, I'm not down here with, I'm, I'm, the, I'm in a service tonight with old fashioned Christians that believes in worshiping the Lord in spirit and truth. But if I happen to get in one of them places where they don't believe in it too much, you know what I do? Instead of saying Holy Spirit, where the Bible says Holy Ghost, I say Holy Ghost! That crowd's already nervous, they, they really do get nervous. Amen? <laughs> hey hey Amen, I say Holy Ghost! Are you listening? Holy Ghost! Okay, now I want you to listen real closely now. Let me quote that verse again. But ye, beloved, building up yourself on your most holy faith, the Bible said praying in the Holy Ghost. The Bible said Romans 8, 26. Romans 8, 26, the Bible said, Likewise the Spirit also helpeth our infirmities, for we know not what to pray for as we ought, but the Spirit itself, or the Spirit himself, make up intercessions for us with groanings which cannot be honored. Hey, Amen. Amen. Are you listening? The Bible said in First John chapter 5, verse 14 and 15, and this is the confidence that we have in Him, that if we ask anything according to His will, the Bible says he here hear us. And you know when you pray through. Don't nobody have to tell you. Are you listening? Now, the sinner don't have to pray through, but the Christian's got to pray through. And you better pray through each day. You better never miss a day praying through. The Bible said in verse, listen, the Bible said in verse 15 of 1 John 5, if we know that He hears us, if we know that He hears us, whatsoever we ask, we know that we have the petition that we are Him. Well ain't that something? When you pray through and get the answer, get the victory. is that great? You know what's gonna take, you know what's gonna happen. The Bible said James 5, 16, confess your faults one to another, pray ye one for another, that ye, that ye may be healed. The Bible said the effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. said Elias or Elijah was a man subject to like passions as we are. Yet he prayed earnestly that it might not rain, and for the space of three years and six months, the heavens Failed to give forth rain, Elijah prayed, and the Holy Spirit could describe Elijah in two words: He prayed. He made much of prayer. He prayed. How much time do you spend? Let me ask you a question: Do you spend as much time each day praying as you do watching television? Hey man, did you hear? Me? Do you spend as much time each day praying and studying your Bible and feeding off the Word and visiting? As you do watching television. That's all the question I asked I don't know what. That crush came over this curve, You
1: do? You do
0: Amen. Yes, I do. Let me tell you the falsehood. Hey, Amen. I didn't expect to have too much shouting when I got on this praying time. Folk, it's praying time. If the devil can defeat you in your prayer life, he's got you defeated. Yeah. If you don't make much of prayer. You'll never be the Christian that you ought to be. You'll never be the healthy, strong Christian that you ought to be. And if you're not careful, you'll get busy doing God, and you'll get too busy. The Bible said, "In listen. All Elijah then prayed for to And he put his head down between his legs. That's what the Bible said, I ain't it? I put his face, did he put his face down between his legs? And that servant went out and looked out over the sea. And he came back, probably. Not only I don't I believe Elijah just heard him walk up. I don't believe uh. I don't believe it. Elijah even raised up and looked at him. Then Elijah had his head right down there. And he said, did you see anything? He said, didn't see a thing. Well, he said, you go back and look again. And so that servant went back out there and he looked again. And he came back again second time. And Elijah said, did you see anything? He said, didn't see a thing. Well, he said, you go back and pray again. You are going to see something in a few minutes. <laughs> he went back that third time, fourth time, fifth time, sixth time. And he came back that seventh time. And Elijah said, did you see anything? He said, I saw a cloud out there coming up over the sea about the size of a man's hand. Elijah said, let's go, boy. He said, the rain's coming. (laughs) Off the mountain, Bobby. The rain is coming. Folks, the rain's coming. If that had been the majority of us Baptists with our faith, we would have prayed three more prayers and drowned it on the mountain. (laughs) Amen. Is that right? Yes. God, help us. Listen. The Bible said, Yet you have not. James 4, 2. Yet you have not because you ask not. Amen. Verse 3 says, You ask him to receive not because you ask him is that you may consume it upon your own lust. The Bible said, listen. Uh, 1 Thessalonians 5, 17. The Bible said, Pray without ceasing. It didn't say sing without ceasing. It didn't say preach without ceasing. But it said, Pray without ceasing. The Bible said in Acts 16, 25. And at midnight... Paul and Silas prayed. And the Bible said they sung praises unto God. Can't you Paul and Silas? They've been beaten, put and prison. At midnight, Brother uh, Randy, Paul probably looked over at Silas, or Silas looked over at Paul and said, Pray in time, let's pray. He so said, Things will look a lot better after we pray. And so they prayed. And at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed, and the Bible said they sung praises unto God, and the prisoners heard them. That didn't say the keeper of the prison heard them, but it said the prisoners heard them. Heard them praying, and after they got through praying, they had a song in their heart. What about that? They got up singing. Though he's in prison, they were singing. Happy, wouldn't they happy, would not they? Hey man, might have been might have been singing 23rd Psalm. I don't know what they I don't know what route they're singing, but they had a song in their heart. And on their heart, and they got up singing. And boy, after they prayed they began singing praises, listen, they begin singing praises unto God. And you know what happened? The power failed. And the keeper of the prison woke up thinking, Amen. And and so our preaching may not wake folk up, and. People singing may not wake folk up, but I tell you what, if we ever pray the power down, he'll wake folk up. Amen. Yeah. Hey, the keeper of the prison woke up. He sleep all the time. They was praying and singing. But when the power fell on the foundation, that prison began to shake. And them doors, listen, flew open. And everybody's bands was, the keeper of the prison woke out of sleep. He started to commit suicide. He drew out his sword and started to commit suicide. Paul and Silas said, do thyself no harm. Chris said, we're all here. And the keeper and his whole household got saved that night and baptized. What about that? kind of service, didn't he? Amen. Praise God. Listen, folks. The Bible says in Acts 12, 5, Peter therefore was kept in prison, but prayer was made without ceasing of the church unto God for him. And they plan on taking Peter's life, and he's laying down when the angel, when the angel, listen, descended from heaven, uh, had to wake old Peter up his sleep. Peter was asleep. He had, that, he had the victory, didn't he? he? He just went to sleep. Peter went to sleep right there in jail. And the angel had to wake him up to get him out of jail. What about that? <laughs> Amen? Amen. Had to wake him up Now that's, that, that's Ephesians That's Philippians 4-7 And the peace of God Which passeth all understanding Shall keep your hearts and minds Through Jesus Christ The Bible said I've got to hurry The Bible said in Acts 6 4, But we will give ourselves continually to prayer And to the minister of the word The Bible said in Acts 4 And when they prayed The place was shaken Where they were assembled together And they were all filled With the Holy Ghost And they spake the word of God With boldness And the Bible said in Acts uh, 4 And with great power Gave the apostles witness Of the resurrection of the Lord Jesus And great grace was upon them all The Bible said in Luke 18 1, He spake up Listen he spake a parable unto them to this end that men are always to pray and not to thank. The Bible said in John fifteen seven, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, ye shall ask what you will, and it shall be done unto you. The Bible said in John 1414, 14, if you ask it or John 1413, if you ask anything in my name, said I will do it. No, that's that's 14, I had it right if you ask anything in my name, said I will do it. And verse 15 said, if you love me, keep my commandments. Well, I've got to learn this verse a few weeks ago. Matthew 21, 22, and all things whatsoever ye shall ask in faith, believe him, ye shall receive. The Bible said in Luke 11, 13, if ye then being evil know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall ye, heaven the Father, which is in heaven, give the Holy Spirit to them that ask him. The Bible said in Matthew chapter 7, verse 7, and 8, ask and it, it shall be given, seek and you shall find, knock and it shall be opened unto you. Everyone that asketh, receiveth, he that seeketh, findeth, and to him that knocketh, it shall be opened. The Bible said in Matthew 18, 19, Again I say unto you, that if two of you upon earth shall agree upon touching any one thing, they'll ask, and it shall be done of them of my Father which art in heaven. The Bible said in Mark 9, 29, And he said unto them, This time can come forth for nothing but by prayer and fasting. The Bible said in Psalms 55, 17, Evening and morning and at noon, Will I pray and cry loud, And he shall hear my voice. That's the same amount of times that Daniel prayed three times a day. Listen now, Daniel 6, Daniel 6, 10. Now, when Daniel knew that the writing was signed, he knew it was signed. The Bible said he went into his house, and his windows, more than one, being opened in his chamber towards Jerusalem, he knelt upon his knees three times a day and prayed and gave thanks before his God as he did aforetime. He knew that the writing was signed. If anybody prayed to any other God besides the king, for the space of 30 days, he'd be cast into the den of Now, all Daniel would have had to done, he just close them windows. He didn't close no windows. Kept them windows open. And he prayed as he did aforetime. When they cast over, you know, sometimes, listen, sometimes God may not deliver you from the fire, but sometimes he'll deliver you in it. He didn't deliver. He did not deliver Shadrach. Meshach and go from the fire furnace but he delivered them in it. And he didn't burn nothing off on them but the world. And sometimes when God puts us through the fire if we just be patient and pray and stay with God he just get the things off of us that's hindering us. Right. 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 Didn't burn nothing off on them but the world. The fire furnace. Put old Daniel down in that den of lions I mean there's lions down there. And God didn't deliver him from the den of lions didn't deliver him from the fire but delivered him in it. God sent an angel down from the third heaven and locked the lion's jaws. And can't you see that old lion when it cast old Daniel in there?
1: No, He's
0: got the lock jaw. Are you listening? The lion's got the lock jaw. So, folks, how many of you will agree with me That's it's praying time? There's no substitute for Holy Spirit Holy Ghost praying, and if the devil can defeat us preachers and evangelists and missionaries and deacons and Sunday school teachers and pianists and organists, if the devil can defeat us in our prayer life, he's got us defeated. How much time do you spend each day in prayer? Do you spend an hour each day? How much time, folks? It's praying time. And then that's not only that's not all. It's proving time. Hey, man, it's proving time. I'd rather walk it's talk it.
1: Right.
0: <laughs> I'd rather look like it. I want to look like a Christian. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, man. Yeah. I'd rather walk it yeah. as talk it. But I'd rather walk it and talk it. It's just walk it. Hey, yeah. <laughs> man. Yeah. Romans chapter 12 verse 1 and 2. I beseech you therefore, brethren, I beg you therefore, please, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies. What about that? That you present your bodies of living sacrifice. That you present your bodies. First Corinthians chapter 3 verse 16, 17. Know you not that you're the temple of God and the spirit of God dwelleth in you? Now if any man defile the temple of God, him shall God destroy for the temple of God's holy, which temple ye are. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 19, 20. What? Know you not that your bodies is the temple of the Holy Ghost which is in you which you have of God and you are not your own for said your bought what the price that will glorify God in your body and in your spirit which are God's. Amen. So he wants us to present our bodies. He wants men to look like me. He don't want men to look like ladies. Amen. Now what do you think, Randy? What do you think, Randy? And, if, and listen, it would not it wouldn't have went on down to Ralph. I mean, Ralph's the sister, but boy, old Randy would have told what if I'd come in tonight with a dress on?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: hey man! Yeah. What if I'd come in to the Jubilee tonight and had a robe on, and when I got up here, I tucked that robe off, and I had a dress on, and I was going to preach in that dress. Randy just said, organist pants come that quick like, and let's have another number. Let's sing Amazing Grace, and him and Ralph would have led me out. <laughs> I know what they'd have done. They'd have led me out, wouldn't they? Amen? God wants men to look like men. God wants ladies, God wants women to look like men. Listen, to look like women. Amen. Amen.
1: Amen.
0: Are you listening? Yes. Amen. Amen. That you present your bodies. Your bodies are living sacrifice. I like these dresses. I believe my wife told me there's maxes. Is that what you call these long dresses? Maxes. I like them if you wear them at home. Hey, Amen. But if you wear the Maxis to church, and then you get home, and you put on the minis, you're a hypocrite. (laughs) I like the Maxis. But if you wear the Maxis to revival and to church, and then you wear the minis, listen, to town, and on the job, and at home, listen, you're not a Christian. You may be saved, but you're not a Christian. Get quiet. <laughs> That's your present your bodies. See, our bodies belong to the Lord, and we're to present our bodies. And men are to look like men, and women are to look like women. And it's wonderful if a lady's got long hair. He didn't say that she had to have it long, but said if a woman have long hair, said it's a glory unto her. That's in the same chapter. Now, now listen, we preach on that other verse in there. That verse. Uh, 1 Corinthians 11, 14, If a man have long hair, it's a shame unto him. But us preachers never does tell the women, if they have long hair, it's a glory unto them, for their hair is given unto them for a cover. And no wonder some of you ladies have such a hard time with your hair. The devil don't want you to have long hair. He knows it's a a glory unto you, and you'll have more glory. That's the reason why he wants you to get it cut off and look like a man. If it's a shame for a man to
1: have
0: long hair, you not even nature itself teach you that if a half man have long hair, it's a shame on them, but if a woman have long hair, if it's a shame for a man to have long hair, it's a shame for a lady to have short hair. I'm still in the book, ain't it, Bobby? I'm writing that old King James, and I'm a- telling it just like it is, I'm not cutting any corners. Amen? I'm telling it just like it is. He wants men to look like men, and he wants ladies to look like ladies. That's you present your bodies, a living sacrifice. You know what Dr. William F. Daniel told me in 1967? When I was in Tallahassee, Florida, we had up our tent, our large tent at the fire grounds, and he led the singing. You know what Dr. Daniels, Dr. Daniels told me? A man with a master's degree in psychology, a man with a BA degree, a bachelor of arts degree, a man with a doctor's degree in law from the University of Florida. You know what Dr. Daniels told me in 67? He said men get 80% from what they say and 20% from what they hear. said, ladies, women, get 80% from what they hear and 20% from what they see. And he said, that's the reason why the devil don't want you men to say too many sweet things and nice things to your wife because that touches her heart and makes her sweeter. The devil don't want her to be sweet to you. Go ahead.
1: Women get
0: 80% from what they hear. And twenty percent from what they say. If you don't believe it, you let a lady come in come in with a nice pretty dress on, and you say, I tell you, you're a beautiful today. Watch that
1: countenance.
0: <laughs> or you let a man tell his wife, maybe he's been married thirty or 40 years and say, Darling, you look better now than you and you mean it from heart. You look better now than you did the day we got married. I want you to know that I love you more today than than I did when we got married and I appreciate them wonderful meals that you prepare for me and you iron my shirts and you keep my, you keep my clothes, you keep my underclothes and everything in the drawers ready and I want you to know that I love you and appreciate you and you beat her out there to that car and you open that door for her and you turn your head while she gets in because a lot of times a lady has a hard time getting an automobile I don't care for dresses that long. <laughs> to the front door of the night when me and my wife, when we're coming in from somewhere, if I don't beat her to the door, and we've just been married now, we've only been married 11 years. But if I don't get the door for she does and open that door for her, boy, I feel bad. I'm sincere. I believe it. I listen, I try my best to get to that car and open that door for my wife. Are you listening? We've been married 11 years, and we're still honeymoon. Hey. Hey. <laughs> still on the honeymoon. Oh, it's getting sweeter each day. I'm talking heart. that's a hard talk. (laughs) Are you listening? And women get eighty percent from what they hear and twenty percent from what they see, and men get eighty percent from what they see, and that's the reason why the demons and the devil design, the mean mean skirt, they're not mini skirts, they're mean skirts, and when people start wiring them, they're fixing to get real mean. They're not mini skirts, they're mean skirts. The devil and the demons designed the mini, the hot pants, the bikinis, and the shorts. And he designed the mixed bathing and everything. It's a so the devil. Amen. Men get 80% from what they see, and that's, the devil wants to poison our minds and fill our minds with evil thoughts. Instead of having a pure mind, have an evil mind. You don't have to get the Playboy magazine. Just go down on the streets. It's on the streets now. Right. And a lot of them is church members. Yeah. Baptist church members.
1: Yeah. Right.
0: First Timothy 2, 9, and like matter also, that women adorn themselves in modest apparel. And that word modest, get get the Webster Dictionary down when you get on. That word modest means decent not calling attention to one's body. I'm still preaching, my preacher boys. Amen. 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 It's getting quiet, but I'm telling it like it is. Hey man? Oh Bobby's a winking brother. <laughs> he knows this is right. Amen? That you present your body. A living sacrifice. He's got nobody's hands but our hands. Nobody's feet but our feet. Nobody's eyes but our eyes. Nobody's bodies but our bodies. Holy and acceptable unto God. We're serving a holy God. We're going to a holy place. And I want to be as holy as I possibly can while I'm on the journey. Amen. Prove in time. And be not conformed to this world, but be you transformed by the renewal of your minds that you may prove, that you may, there's my my point, that you may prove, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Perfect will. That you may prove what is that good, prove. Colossians 4.5, walk in wisdom towards them that are without, redeeming the time. 1 Thessalonians 4.12, that you may walk honestly towards them that are without, that you may have lack of nothing. 2 Timothy 2.15, listen to what Dr. Vance Havner said on this verse. Nevertheless, the foundation of God standeth sure, having this seal. He said, the Lord knoweth them that are His. Dr. Vance Havner said, I'm mighty proud He does, because He said, if He didn't, Said so there'd be some of his Baptists that would be awful hard to identify. Said <laughs> so the Lord knoweth them better he is. And let everyone that of the name of Christ depart from
1: iniquity.
0: When you put something on display, ladies, that when I was, I was always taught, that was up for bed, up for sale. You wear them dresses a little while and you'll, you'll soon lose the power to blush. You'll soon get to the place where you can sit around on the front pews and the preacher preaching like I'm preaching and not even cross your legs.
1: Amen.
0: Let men look at your underclothes. Look on your body that God's blessed you with and lust after you. Amen? Amen. I pray knee and a dancing foot. Don't grow on the same leg together. They have one thing wrong with the dances of the devil. You want to do like David did, if you get enough of the shakategory of God on you, when it's bringing the Ark of the Covenant back, and you want to dance, you want, you want to do a little holy dance, and you've got the power on you, it's the real thing, go ahead, your wife might not like it, and some of your friends might not like it, but if it's a real thing, it'll be all right to do that. Amen. But you better be sure it's holy. Amen. There's so much jerking around is not holy. Amen. Some of these meetings. Yes,
1: right.
0: Amen? Jerk yes, there's some of this jerking around to the devil. Amen. It looks like one of them awful dances that I used to see before I got saved. Yeah. <laughs> Second Corinthians six fourteen, be not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. Can't understand this crowd. Rather go to the races and the ball games and the places of the world, the beaches, on the Lord's day, and up in the mountains. Amen. Is go to church.
1: Amen.
0: Amen. Be not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship have righteousness with unrighteousness? And what communion have light with darkness? Ephesians 5, 11, and 12, And have no fellowship with unfruitful works of darkness, but rather reprove them. For such ashamed even speak of those things which are done in secret. 2 Corinthians 6, 17, Wherefore come ye out from among them, and be ye separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive. you. 2 Corinthians 7, 1, Having therefore these promises dearly beloved, How's that go? Let us cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of the flesh and of the spirit or of the mind, perfect in holiness, in the fear of God. I didn't quote that Ephesians 2.10 a few minutes ago. And that you put on the new man, which after God's created in righteousness and true holiness. The Bible said in Ephesians 4.24, and listen, Ephesians, maybe that was Ephesians. That's Ephesians 4.24. Ephesians 2.10, for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus on good works which God before ordained that we should walk in them. I quoted Ephesians uh, 4.24 for Ephesians 2.10 but I straightened it out on that tape back there just you. <laughs> <later.
1: laughs>
0: I like you boy talking about that Negro boy there testified. You're my brother I'm pale looking at you. You even look like a Christian. Got that neat haircut son you got the real thing. <laughs> Up there on the balcony. It's proving time, folk. It's proving time. Listen, it's pruning time. It's purging time. It's pursuing time. time. It's plowing time. It's plucking time. And then in closing, what's they have time preached on all of them. It's praising time,
1: folk. <laughs> It's praise and time The Bible
0: said the 146th verse 1 said, Praise ye the Lord. 147th Psalm verse 1 said, Praise ye the Lord. 148th Psalm verse 1 said, Praise ye the Lord. The 149th Psalm verse 1 said, Praise ye the Lord. The 150th Psalm verse 1 said, Praise ye the Lord. And the last verse said, Let all that that breath praise ye the Lord. Amen. You don't have to endure it, thank God. You can enjoy. The poet wrote the song. Everybody will be happy over there. You don't have to wait till you get over there. You can get happy
1: every once in a while down here. The yeah.
0: hundred psalm. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before His presence with singing. Yeah. Psalms eighty-five, six. The psalmist said, "Will thou not revive us again?" You know why he was wanting to get revived. That thy people may rejoice in thee. That we may come together on the Lord's Day morning, Lord's Day evening, and worship Him in spirit and in truth. Saying like Christians. Amen? Ain't that wonderful? Oh, the Bible said, listen. The Bible said in Philippians 4 4, rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say, rejoice. Some folk will say you're taking it too far. Well, how far is too far? When you get to the place that you're glorifying God in everything you do, then that's far enough. But until you get there, you're not taking it too far. It's praising time. Is that good, Bobby? Yes. It's It's praising time, folks. It's in town. Why folk go to the football games and baseball games and basketball games and softball games and shout and scream until it's a horse the next day, they can't even hardly talk above a whisper. And if somebody comes to church and gets happy like old Bobby Grubbs or some of these others and begin to really praise God, some folk looks at them like they think they're psycho. <laughs> Ain't a thing wrong with old Bobby Grubbs. Come up here, but I'm going to hug your neck. Come here a minute. <laughs> Let me hug your neck, big brother. Praise God. Amen. I want you to know I love you. Amen. You just stole the sermon, but that's all right. Amen.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> folks, it's praise and time. A lot of folks, you know, a lot of, we have a lot of inspectors come to church. <laughs> One get happy, you know, and begin to cry and praise the Lord. We got inspectors. They watch them and say, I Wonder if that's in the spirit of the flesh.
1: <laughs> about that time you get
0: happy, you know, and maybe not, shout, but crying, you know, and like it, they'll say, How wonderful Ralph is in the spirit.
1: Yeah.
0: First thing you know, service is over and they go back home, they're still wonder, <laughs> Haven't received a thing, right? <laughs> that's right. Hey, tuck it, tuck in between everybody but their own self. I call them inspectors. <laughs> The Bible said in Luke 10 20, notwithstanding, and this rejoice not because the spirits are subject unto you, but rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven. They didn't say you had to wait till you felt like it. If you know that your name's written in the Lamb's Book of Life, you'd holler on the credit. Amen. in time. You don't have to go around a long face like a North Georgia Mew.
1: <laughs> Haven't had any corn.
0: Hey. Haven't had any corn in hey. 30 days been eating saw bars. Hey. According to Ephesians 5, 19 you can go around speaking to yourself in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs hey. singing hey. and making melody in your hearts to the Lord. May hey. hey. hey, God richly bless you while heads are bowed for just one moment.